Welcome to The Follow-Up, a podcast of Quorum Day of Church, where we break down the truths of Sunday's sermon and make it applicable for everyday life. Welcome to The Follow-Up, everyone. How are you doing? My name is Billy Glosson. I am the lead pastor of Quorum Day of Church, and with me is my beautiful, wonderful wife, Hannah Glosson. Whoop, whoop. We are excited to finally, man, be back at it. We are actually recording this um, in our back room. We are, we call it our game our room. game room. Because it's filled with board games. Uh, it's been a minute since we've recorded, and that is largely because we've been moving into a new office, which is great. We love it. We're mm-hmm. super excited about the space. It's a beautiful spot. It is amazing. But, man, I tell you what, going up and down a lot of stairs, getting everything situated, we just haven't had everything set up. Mm-hmm. And then this week, we were planning to record a little bit earlier, but uh, COVID, you know, that's still a part of our lives. And so we got a little bit derailed, but hey, we're here. Mm-hmm. We're doing it. And so we're looking back at this past Sunday's sermon. Uh, we, it was called The Divine Undoing, right? We looked at, <coughs> excuse me, we looked at Esther 7 and 8, and we uh, talked about kind of just a lot about this massive reversal that we're really going to kind of see coming full, uh, just to a full culmination this upcoming Sunday. But man, Michael did a really excellent job of just walking through who God is and what he's done. I want to read just a snippet from Esther chapter 7 before we talk here. So let's look at Esther chapter 7, starting in verse 1. So the king and Haman went into feast with Queen Esther. And on the second day, as they were drinking wine after the feast, the king said to Esther, What is your wish, Queen Esther? It shall be granted to you. And what is your request? Even to the half of my kingdom, it shall be fulfilled. Then, es- then Queen Esther answered, If I have found favor in your sight, O king, and if it please the king, let my life be granted me for my wish and my people for my request. For we have been sold, I and my people, to be destroyed and to be killed and to be annihilated. If we have been sold merely as slaves, men and women, I would be silent. For our affliction is not to be compared with the loss of the king. Then King Ahasuerus said to Queen Esther, Who is he? And where is he? Who has dared to do this? And Esther said, A foe and an enemy, the wicked Haman. Then Haman was terrified before the king and the queen. So Michael on Sunday did an excellent job talking about this kind of divine undoing of Haman, right? Mm-hmm. Haman had been plotting against the Jews really to bring them to their ultimate destruction. He had cast the lots, right? He had cast the purr, the dice, and he had determined, hey, it's going to be a year from now. All you Jews are going to be slaughtered. And so that was the plan. That was the plot that was put in motion. And sure enough, everything kind of unravels. God completely takes the situation that seems hopeless and turns it for the good of his people. And Michael talked about how often we can kind of get lost in our circumstances. We can forget and we can have a a kind of a a wonky perspective of who God is and what he's done. And I think one of the things that I really love the most was he talked about kind of all the the things that had changed, right? The economic, Mm -hmm. political, legal, emotional, and religious change that took place that had gone from bad to good. And one of the things in particular that I love that Michael said was he, he opened up, he got a little honest about how sometimes he struggles to believe that God wants and desires good for him. And he said, he said that he was posed this question of what if God does care? What if he does like you? And so that's when he said that that's whenever he talked about when he's in a dark room and it's a pinprick of light. Yeah. Cause if you're in a dark room, the smallest like pitch black dark room, the smallest pinprick brings in light. Absolutely. 
So, so on that note, Hannah, I want to ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel God has cared for you even in really hard circumstances? Well, see, I, I really enjoyed Michael's sermon. Side note, this was the first Sunday we put Sammy Mo in kids, and yeah. he I had the sermon like <laughs> all to myself for the first time in like a year. And it's fine. He did wonderful. He no longer needs me. And it broke my heart. He absolutely needs you. <laughs> Just he can, he can handle being away from you for an hour. Oh, so. I was so proud of him. Anyway, so I, I really, really was able to focus in a, in a new way this past Sunday. But something that stuck out to me was that Michael made it clear that God cares about when our life is ridiculously hard and also the small things that God cares about us and likes us in big and small things. So the first thing that popped in my head was this past January, you know, that darn thing COVID is still around. And I just feel like it was just so close to us. And I felt two Sundays out of the month, it was a snow day, which was fun and cozy and cute to have a snow day and then the next Sunday our pipes were frozen so it just felt like I felt pretty isolated yeah and I'm currently reading a book and the last chapter I listened to talked about the difference between solitude and isolation yeah huge difference huge difference and so this wasn't like a hard huge circumstance I just felt really lonely in January and I just decided to tell some some people in our church that I just felt pretty lonely because if it wasn't COVID it was the weather and it was freezing and blah 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 and two or three people that I specifically told were like hey let's hang out yeah and just reached out to me and loved on me and I I felt really cared for um from some women in our church that just said, Hey, come over. Hey, I hear that you're lonely. Like let's hang out. Yeah. Like I care for you. And so in them caring for me, I felt that God cared for me. That's awesome. I love that because so often we don't see how man, God uses even his people to Mm -hmm. care for us, even Mm -hmm. in the midst of difficult circumstances. Um, So with that in mind, right? That's like one, you know, circumstance, but many people are in hard circumstances, whether it's, chronic illness or mm-hmm. they're stuck in a job they hate mm-hmm. or their kids are really difficult or their marriage isn't where they hoped it would be or they're not married yet or mm-hmm. they've longed for children there's lots of things that can be coming up grief loss absolutely mm-hmm. missing someone you love what do we do in those circumstances right mm-hmm. like, what can we do to look past our circumstance and to look towards god yeah because i have even myself let my circumstance shape the way I view God mm. instead of letting God shape my circumstance. So for, for me, it is being open, honest and confessing that to people around me. And then also it's always really helped me to go back and read some of the old Testament, because if it's not like my, whole life I can look back and see where God has been faithful when he has redeemed things when he has provided Mm -hmm. I have that all to be true but sometimes my head is so down that I cannot see I cannot look up and see the truth right that that Christ is still king that he is ruling that he is reigning that he is for me 
my head is just down, pointing down to the ground. But if I look back at the Old Testament, mm. it reminds me that he's always been faithful, even even before me, right? Yeah. It's, it's just a, not about me. But also when I confess to other people, they can now have a voice in my life to almost like help like pick me up, lift my head up yeah. with me. Yeah, for me, I often forget the promises of God. Uh, this is something we've talked about before on this podcast, but man, I, I did something recently. I printed out a hundred promises of God um, and, I, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. There are, and, and there's also a really excellent book that Crossway just put out that's from Charles Spurgeon. So it's not mm. brand new, but it's like a, an edited version where Spurgeon looks at the promises of God. Fantastic stuff. I'll put that in the show notes as well. But what, show I've, notes. what I've done is I've, really started to just put that around me everywhere because I often am in the similar place that Michael talked about of thinking like, I haven't done enough for God. Mm -hmm. God's displeased with me because of my sin. And then slowly but surely, as I read through the scriptures and as I remember and rehearse the promises of God, I'm reminded that God is for me, right? It's hard to have perspective in circumstances when we try to live our lives absent of the word of God. And so I want to be sure that I am slowing down um, to look up. So one of the things, Hannah and I went through this really excellent cohort with uh, Dr. Robert Chong. It's mm-hmm. awesome. And we talked about gospel care and how uh, we can each provide care for one another. But his big, big shtick, right, was that we need to look up and reframe our reality. And, and the thing that he said that was so helpful all the time is that two things can be true at the same time. Right. And that's so helpful, right? That one, your circumstance can be awful. Yes. Right? We don't want to. I think often Christians are just getting this place of like, nah, man, it's not as bad as it seems. No, No, it's worse. Sometimes it's awful, (laughs) right? It's worse. Sometimes our circumstances are as bad as they seem or worse, right? So what do we do in those moments? Well, we acknowledge the truth of that, right? And that's where we practice things like lament and we, we own it. We share our story with each other. But then second, right, what we do is we look up. Because there's that cloud over us that we can't see through always. The fog is thick. That's spiritual warfare. Right. And so often we need things like the promises Mm -hmm. of God or the people of God God. to help us to look past and say, hey, you know what? That thing is there. The fog is there. But guess what? The sun's still mm-hmm. shining above mm-hmm. that fog. And so we know that the, the sun can pierce through that right. to our souls right. and remind us of the truth that God is for us. And the cross is the proof of that, right? And that he is doing something and that he is shifting the history of all of time for our good and his glory. And that, friends, is good news. Well... As we always do on the follow-up, we like to recommend a resource. And so Hannah has a song for us. So Hannah, why don't you share? Uh, she's not going to sing. She's just going to recommend Whoa. a song. <laughs> what if I did? I don't, I don't sing. I don't know. People would be like, this podcast took a weird turn. <laughs> dropping like listeners like flies. <laughs> no, thank you. All right. Um, I kind of mentioned, um, earlier that I've, I was listening to, I'm listening to a book by Andrew Peterson, his new book, God of the Garden, and it is so good. Andrew Peterson, if you do not know him, he is a singer, songwriter, artist. We'll link that in the show notes as well. Author. Seems to be a beautiful human being. Okay. He has this song 
And it's on one of his albums that is titled Resurrection Letters. And it is always good. And I'm going to read you guys some lyrics here. I'm not going to sing it. It says, well, it's hard to know what you are doing. Why won't you tell it all plain? But you said you'd come back on the third day, and Peter missed it again and again. So maybe the answer surrounds us, but we don't have eyes to see that you're always good, always good. Here's where, here, here's, here's, here it is. This heartache is moving me closer than joy ever could. You are always good. So true um, that God can use even the hardest of circumstances to shift our gaze. He cares for you and he likes who you are. And he is making all things new. And that, friends, is good news. Mm -hmm. Well, folks, thanks for listening. We will see you again next week. Take care, everyone. Peace. Thanks again for listening to the follow-up. To learn more about Coram Deo Church, check us out on social media at Coram Deo NC or our website, coramdeonc.com. To listen to more podcasts like this, head on over to Stitcher, Apple, Spotify, really anywhere you find podcasts and look for Coram Deo Church NC. Thanks, y'all. See you next time.